is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to 2021. Episode 187 on the motherfucking cop. <laughs> I could not do that. <laughs> Episode 187. It only goes around every once in a while. Hope OG's lady's not listening. <laughs> and I haven't even been in California. <laughs> oh, man. Pump the Dre. Those weird uh, keyboard tones in the background. It's time for a little 187. Or is that Snoop? I get them. I get those 90s uh, hip-hop rap stuff all mixed up. Rob, Rob could probably help a little bit it, more. He could. He would, yeah, he would, he would like laser beam focus dial in on it. If, yeah. if not that, then you'd get on the internet. I personally never uh, endorsed them because of their vampant use of the N word. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't I, know. That was I was, that, that was the back time then. that I that I was the most into hip hop, you know, in my life. Um, probably just because you're young and you're experiencing new things, and it was like that's cool. I'll I'll adopt some Could of that. Could be. You Could know? be. I I go I go back and forth with hip hop, you know, from then to now. Um, well, let's yeah, there's. There's a, oh, is there a birds chirping in the background there? What do I hear? Where are you? Are you, are you somewhere tropical? I am tropical. There are birds. Um, okay. Sounds none, nice. None of, I hear tweets. I don't think any of them like eat you or anything. They're not big ones. They're fairly small. So, but yeah, <laughs> That's I'm, good. I'm tropical. It's warm. It's sunny. There's wildlife. Um, and some of the life is a little wild as well. Hey, nightlife, baby. That's the life for me. Um, hey, well, by the way, this is 2021. My name is Joseph Frisch. That guy there is a shark. We usually have the doc with him. We'll talk about his absence in lately <laughs> here in a moment. We are being broadcast on 911 WDBX in beautiful downtown Carbondale. We are recording. I don't know where sharks recording. I'm recording in the ancestral lands of the Shawnee, Miami, Kikapoo, Tamaroa, and Peoria tribes. Currently known as Schiller. <laughs> I'm somewhere uh, somewhere in the horse latitudes. I'll leave it at that. Oh, I like that. I like that. Hey, can you help me real fast? A little history. Mm-hmm. Um, I was writing. You know, part of my uh, thing I'm writing right now takes place in the Civil War. Don't know mm-hmm. if I was going to use this at all, but I remember a quote from some uh, general or someone, rather. And it was right at the end of the Civil War, and the, um, they were shooting at him from very far away. And they said, you know, get down, general. They're whatever and he said something like uh don't be a fool they couldn't hit an elephant from that range and that was his last words because then he got <laughs> yeah he got yeah he got waylaid yeah yeah is that does that bring up any memory for you does that it does is that true is that a myth is that uh i remember it from history class and uh robbie and i have brought up our history teacher mr frakes uh, robert oh, frakes he- on the show many times he's we we love our frakesy so i believe it to be true but what what's your take on it yeah, that that's one of those that just as we sit here, yeah, that story is familiar enough that uh, that I think we could probably Google it and and it would be accurate um, or pretty close to what you said. Yeah, it was a guy. Yeah, and it, well, and I know you can find plenty of examples in every war of some officer being arrogant and like World War Two. The old <laughs> the line was always, well, that guy couldn't hit a bull in the ass with a bass fiddle, um, and then he gets shot. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that before. 
Yeah, it's a good you know, one. It's, it's the and Airedales. For some reason, I don't, I don't know if Airedales just got real popular in the '30s and '40s, and then nobody else they never had them anymore, or what? But you know, everybody had an Airedale yeah. dog back then too in the war war movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I said I never heard that before, which is. Uh, brings up a point I was thinking about the other day in movies that uh, just repeat old expressions. Right. <laughs> uh, just use them. Like, it seems like such lazy writing. But then I, I, there's a few expressions in my movie that I created what I think I created whole cloth. But now that it's done, I almost wonder, like, if somebody said that, maybe I didn't. Maybe I wasn't the first. What's that book? There's a book out there that has, like, this guy said it first. It's a... Uh, <laughs> that publication probably online now, uh, but yeah, I try to I try to come up with those, and it's a dangerous line because if you throw something familiar in there, people have heard it, so they could kind of be like that could be a good thing because it's right. familiar to them. But to a writer, you hear it and you go, "Oh, what a hack!" He yeah, just right. used the line from Top Gun or whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a fine line. Uh, anyway, we said earlier the dock somewhere. Uh, where's he at? On the East Coast or something? Yeah, I, I thought he was going to to a, a like a like some sort of ceremonial thing for for literature people where he was getting hands laid on him and they had to wear robes oh. and tow cables and stuff and like he was getting inducted into whatever their society is. It's not that build a bear thing, is it? It might be. It might okay. be. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Like, man, he's come a long way from giving hand jobs to hobos underneath the I fifty seven overpass by Mary. <laughs> No kidding. No kidding. Somebody else washing his bed sheet for a change. Rowdy's <laughs> out there getting, uh, man, getting inducted into this uh, secret society. Everybody wants to be a part of a secret society. Don't they? Uh, they've, they've told us that since Dragnet and The Simpsons, and uh, that's the only two that come to mind. But <laughs> Oh, what a good reference. I, you know, <clears throat> that was one of the few reboot, not one of the few, I I love that reboot. I love the dragon. I love the TV show, and I absolutely love the movie. I love I that go, movie. I kind of like to rewatch it. I wonder. It's got Hanks, and uh, right? I'm not a uh, fan of Ackroyd, but he's playing that straight guy, which he's good at. And, yeah, real, and, you know, yeah. hard nosed. Oh, that's, and, that's and you got Colonel Potter. I, you know, I mean, you know, they bring back. I can't mm. think of his name. You know, he was the sidekick, but they bring him back as the chief and. I think the scene, though, where, you know, he's not where he's shoving the drugs down the snake, but where he's explaining what he was doing, you know, shoving the drugs down the snake to the chief. And, like, you just mm. see him through the window. It's like classic Hanks. I mean, it's just pure physical comedy, and it's it just jumps off the screen at you, you know? Yeah, I kind of I, I do remember that when, when you brought it up. Hey, that brings me to uh, something I wanted to talk about. Maybe, maybe you'll have some of these pop up as I talk about some of these. And I wanted to do it while the good doctor was gone, because if he was here, I love him when he's here, but he would Google it. Right. <laughs> I, don't want it I don't want it to be Googled, because uh, these are uh, lifelong mysteries for me, and I would rather discuss them and see if anybody else ever remembers them. Sure, uh, you sure, know, sure. For, for any kids listening out there, <laughs> what an old man statement here, but... Uh, you had to discuss things back in the day. Pete Holmes does this great bit about uh, when he was younger, he wondered where Tom Petty was from. 
And he's like, where's Tom Petty from? He seems like a California guy. And he's like, and you would talk to people, and it would come up in conversation, and you would say, hey, do you know where Tom Petty's from? I always felt like he's a California guy. And they'd say, I don't know who Tom Petty's from. And he's like, and then one day, years later, you're walking down the street, and you see a girl, and she's got a Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker shirt on. And you're like, hey, you like Tom Petty. Where's Tom Petty from? And she's like, Tom Petty's from Florida. And yep. you're like, oh, my God, I finally know he's from Florida. And that girl ended up being your wife because that's how you met people. <laughs> that, was a very, like, that was a very yeah, John Green-esque monologue. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I love Pete Holmes. I don't know if you've ever got into Pete Holmes. If you could pull some Pete Holmes stand-up for some stand-up for Sharks sometime. I would be a happy man. He's one of my favorite stand-ups. He has a whole bit about, like, uh, nothing makes sense and no one seems to care uh, about... He's like, you know, like they have the science to tell you what's what's real. He's like, none of it makes sense, but nobody seems to like uh, care. He's like, what? We're on a rock and we're just barreling through space. How fast? Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> nobody just stops to be like, ah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that bit. Yeah. So yeah. Why aren't Why aren't more of us having the existential crisis? But it's like we have it, and then it's kind of like it passes, and it's like okay. Like, let's ah, go. Wait, I, I gotta Magna go to the P bank. Oh, Magna P. Yeah. Oh, Magna P. Eyes on this channel. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> what if that holds up, and then you forget about your fact that you're flying through space, and that oh, there's a scary uh, image out there if you can if you can find it. It's a it's a picture of what the solar system really looks like. Oh yeah. So you p people always picture it a flat plane, you know, and we're yeah, spinning sure, around sure. the sun and all the planets. But that sun is actually moving as well. That's so right. it looks more like a uh, spiral, a cone essentially where the sun is the tip of the cone and then all the planets are just playing catch up going down a drain. <laughs> to try to catch up to the sun. And it's terrifying when you're like, oh, and it's moving that fast. Oh, boy. Well, it's I like, guess it doesn't really matter anyway. It's like seven or eight 12-year-olds uh, throwing quarters <laughs> in that thing at the science museum and, you know, and seeing yes, which one of them to crash. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. exactly right. That's what it is. It's scary. It's like, uh, it's like when Tila finally saw the universe for what it was. Hey, DP man reference. All right. Um, so yeah, here's what sucks. I want to do, though. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I want to do. I want I, these are movies, and maybe this will trigger uh, maybe the same thing for you, where you'll be like, "Hey, I got one of those of my own. I got yes, my own yeah. white well." Uh, right, uh, right, for sure. I've, yeah, I've okay. got a few mysteries, and I'm like, and much like you, sometimes. I like not. I don't really. I don't know if I really. I don't necessarily want to know, want to know because yeah, I, like, I, like I like the idea <clears throat> that I've gone for whatever thirty some years and I don't know what it is. And mine are all movies. Mine are things I saw. I was talking about this with my wife for the once again for the youngsters. Uh, when something was on Channel Eleven at uh, nine at night, you didn't know what it was if you didn't see it from. At exactly 9 p.m. on. It That's said right. the name of it once. That right. was it. There was no way to click on the TV to see what you were watching. It, it was, was just that a movie show plan. with so and so where they had the motorcycle and the yep, guy did the. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and usually you could piece it together by from your brother or your dad or your somebody at school. Somebody would have seen it, whatever. But I love Channel 23, Channel 13, and Channel 11. Channel 11 was out of St. Louis, uh, 23, Cape Girardeau. 
13, local Mount Vernon channel. Lots of kung fu. It's where I kind of got my love for uh, Three Stooges and uh, kung fu. Oh, and that's right. They did have a bunch of bunch of stooges on, on the CD. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, but anyway, uh, Channel 11 was the best for weird movies. They got right. weird movies, like drive-in style movies that you would be like, what? I've never seen this before. So here's one of them. So this is the first one I remember quite well. And I bet I could Google it and find it because it's a very specific movie. It's uh, there's a guy, and his right. wife is uh, let's say cheating on him. He lives in a I can still picture his house. It's on a beach, a very right. lovely beach house. His wife comes home, and she comes in the front door and shuts it, and it locks. And she is in a hallway, and he's constructed a, a giant maze within the house out of plywood. <laughs> so the hmm. rest of the movie then takes place inside this uh, maze, very claustrophobic. Um, so as she walks through the maze, doors will shut behind her, or saw blades will come out and poke at her. Uh, I don't remember all the gags. Eventually, she has to crawl through a small tunnel that then leads her to a coffin to which she gets nailed into the coffin. Um, end of movie. <laughs> <laughs> As I recall, now that might not have been the end of the movie, um, but that's, that's what I remember from it. And I remember I, it very well because it's a, it was a very, uh, I mean, obviously it's claustrophobic, uh, uh, movie, but it, it also started my love of movies where someone is trapped in a box, uh, just like, uh, my first feature movie where it starts <laughs> off with someone Guy. is trapped in a box. And I think, huh, is that just subconsciously burned into my brain that that is good, uh, tension? <laughs> Because well, of this movie that I do not, I don't know the name of it. It was something I saw as a child. Um, but yeah, does it ring a bell? Have you ever uh, heard of it? Familiar? Anything like that? Or do you have your own? Well, Misogyny Manor came to mind, um, but that is the title, but I can't. Misogyny Manor? <laughs> I think that was it. I know the <clears throat> I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, it's... Uh, and really? It's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. The guy looks. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to put some pieces together. It, it's yeah. It's the. I, I'm my brain's stuck on what were the gags, um, and I'm trying to picture the people. Um, you don't remember the actors, do you? No. It seems like a Rutger Hauer or someone like that right. should be in it. Right. But it's, I don't know that, if that's right. It it may just be you know your uh, you know C casted uh, you know handsome rugged looking dude you know yeah yeah i can't uh rutger hauer yeah some kind of rugged uh dude well i mean you have to be rugged in order to to build that uh that maze yeah i mean if, you, if you've got carpentry skills like that i mean you're like harrison ford level rugged <laughs> that's true yeah flying planes building houses right, i do remember right. a whole mon a whole montage so much, of go ahead i don't know if he's so much flying planes as he is crashing planes <laughs> crashing but, them yeah but either way point point taken <laughs> yeah <clears throat> His ratio is not too too good. Not, right yeah, not, not not as good as you want it to be in a pilot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if this yeah, guy that... was a was a power hitter in the major leagues, you know, his his, his average isn't too bad. But uh, but as yeah. a pilot, not so much. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, see another movie I have, and this was a total Channel Eleven movie. I saw it multiple times. Was about an Australian kidnapping gone awry. <laughs> it's about um, a school bus full of children gets taken uh, to a cave. And they're putting these kids in a cave. I think they want ransom. Yeah. And So they're hiding them in a cave. But then 
when they return, they get killed. The kidnappers get killed somehow. And it's just a teacher and her kids. And they're Ooh. trapped in this cave and it starts raining and it floods. So now they have to swim out, you know, the old classic cave. Yeah. Swim swim through the water, find an air pocket, breathe. Right. Swim through the water thing. Right. Um, which is a pretty good gag in movies. I mean, it always works <laughs> oh, for me. Oh, sure. Yeah, good tension. I'm always, I'm always uh, holding my breath with them. Then you got to swim through, you know, at the end, there has to be some long passage, you know, where you can't come up for yep. air. And, yeah, and they get yeah, caught. Yeah. Something gets caught on something. Right, right. Yeah, I hate somebody all that. Somebody has <laughs> I mean, to sacrifice themselves because they're stuck and, you know, they can't go on. I, when what I, happened when to I Jimmy? I Jimmy, Jimmy, we had to let Jimmy go. <laughs> right, yeah. Jim, yeah, the, the underdeveloped character, we uh, we had to sacrifice them. <laughs> Hope you don't feel too bad about him. No, and, and when I say I hate that, I mean I mean I hate that in the best possible way. Like, it builds so yeah, much yeah. tension that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't stand it, you know, anymore. Um, it I'm really does. I need, to, I need to make a note here. Right drowning scene in the movie. <laughs> right drowning scene per shark. <laughs> it freaks him out. I mean, my new movie's tense enough, but I mean, why not ramp it up? I can see the, I can see the interview now. It's like so, so Eastwood. Uh, what you know? What, what was the impetus for the scene? Well, a buddy of mine told me it, just, it freaked him the hell out, and so I thought, you know, hey. What better use of my time than to freak one dude out that I know? Why Good not film. spend a hundred grand? <laughs> right. Freak one of my friends. Yeah, that scene was a gag. It was just a yeah, inside joke. That's all it was. Like that didn't really make sense with the rest of the movie seems to be about a a coven of, of earth demons or something <laughs> and then out of nowhere. You have this drowning scene. In a cave in a cave nonetheless. We'd like to have never been like brought up before this. We'd like to thank CISO for uh, for financing this project. <laughs> see, you know what? See, I just found this out not too long ago. You know what CISO stands stood for? I, I don't see something. Oh, oh, well, nice. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Much like the old uh, terrorist, uh, which I guess has gone out the window now because we're seeing stuff left, right, and center. Nobody's saying anything. Uh, see something, say something. That old. Uh, that yeah. Adage. Didn't work very well. I, I think though that that's, that added that adage has changed apparently in the U.S. to see something, shoot something. Um, I think that's the the modern in, incarnation yes. of that. Unfortunately. Hey, speaking of, we don't want to. Uh, we need to probably wait for Rob to be back, which will be a while. I don't think he's going to be here next week either. That initiation things. It's got a lot. Got a lot. Well, to it. I th I think the second week you get to go to the sex island, you know. So I, mean, oh. I don't blame him for missing, you know. Well, see, that once again makes me want to bring up the boys, but I don't know if we should talk about it. Uh, yeah, it's hard not, not to here. talk about the boys, though. I mean, oh, my God. How can you make well, that? How can you produce content like that and put it in front of viewers in, in, on any platform? I, I don't understand it, and I love it. I'm glad that that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, and a also stark warning for America, I believe. The ending, uh, of, that, uh, the ending of the boys. Very yeah. like oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm just course, gonna wait waiting for all the Punisher sticker people to uh, start putting Homelander stickers on their stuff and you know what I mean. I, it's, uh, I, I'm afraid they're gonna not, misappropriate that. I I would not doubt it. <laughs> I would not doubt it. But boy, that scene where uh, Mother's Milk goes to space 
and uh, has that orgy with those aliens. Right. Woo, right. man. Right. Is out of this world. I couldn't believe it. And uh, I, of course, you, he was, you know, causing a big fit about it. Because uh, pretty... what's her name went up there with him. With, with him. <laughs> and I heard they used real aliens. Really? Yeah, I heard they That's... got some, yeah. Dude. I mean, I'm telling you, man. These, these from like, Mexico or what? Exactly. Right. Right. A couple from Britain <laughs> who were here illegally, though, too. Yeah. I mean, they it wasn't, it wasn't all Latin. I remember though, my favorite part of the boys was that very last scene where they were all sitting together and they said, "And that's why they call us the boys." Right. <laughs> oh, so revealed everything. I mean, like, how how do you how do we even have another season now that we know all those? I, things? That's what I thought. I was like, after that, season four, no way that's happening. How no. can they top this? I they, mean, they, they name check themselves. <laughs> I, you know, I end think of, that. The, I, and I think maybe that's why they're spinning off the new, uh, what's the the new, basically, uh, the boys in, in college, you know, show. Yes, um, uh, V Generation, I think it's called. That's Generation it. V or something like that. Or that's I, it. Along those lines. Yes, yeah, I'm uh, excited to see what happens there. Uh, surely they will have so a similar tone. I'm thinking but, it's uh, going to be like Blue Mountain State meets meets the boys. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I know the reference, but I don't know Blue Mountain State. I don't I've, think I've ever actually watched it. I've never watched an entire episode, but I have stayed on <laughs> on an episode long enough, flipping through the channels. It's it. It looked like you know, Animal House uh, with plenty of gratuitous nudity. It it was every college movie uh, <laughs> just made into a series, and it was you know beer parties, nudity, beer parties, nudity, and you know that's not a bad format. Well, People buy that. That's. Sounds probably like what's happening out on the East Coast with uh, the doc. Well, I, I and, hope so. Uh, I know that was his expectation. Man, I hope he doesn't get into uh, those those scary areas he likes to get into when he drinks too much. He starts talking about uh, Dow Carr and the, how there's no way that they could have fit that many people in, <laughs> in there. He, I remember one time he said uh, 6,000, uh, 6 million, more like 6,000. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, hey, do your own research. <laughs> He's like, you got Google, man. Use your Starlink, baby. <laughs> Call Elon and ask him what I the answer like, man, is. Man, I was really out of character for you. I remember saying, he's like, hey, do you do the research? <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm a, of course, we're joking about probably saying any of that, but uh, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Shudder and uh and uh, an AMC Joe Bob Briggs uh, last drive-in where he hosts crazy movies and tells you way too much information about movies that then most people need or want to know. Uh, but he had a great. He always has an opening rant uh, at the beginning of his show about whatever. Yeah. And uh, and his rant this the I think it might have been the last episode of the season, or maybe uh, it might have been the one. I think it was the one I actually did the watch along with, with OG. If not, I, 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 I may be wrong. But anyway, it was all about, uh, if you Google, he was like, people that say, like, do your own research, he's like, so, he's like, there's, he broke down parts of the internet, and he was like, over here to the left are academically peer-researched, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, over here is complete BS. In the middle, that's Google. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. That's what he's like. Where in the middle, depending on what your search is, one word or or not, 
you're going to find completely different results. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. <laughs> uh, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like, so don't, like, your research is not research. You know, he's like, and you know who reads the peer-reviewed academic part of the internet over here? Nobody. Nobody. The peer person that wrote it <laughs> goes to check to see if it's there. Maybe one of his friends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's like, and it's the only thing that you're supposed to trust, but nobody actually reads that stuff. They just read the part in the middle where it's like, well, sure, that proves my point. Let's move on. <laughs> well, most of that stuff that's, that's you know, the, the valid research, they've got it behind paywalls these days. Yeah, it's true, and it's very annoying. Very, yeah. very annoying. Now, they mm-hmm. say that, you know, a lot of them, I mean, you can, you know, if you figure out what university it comes out of, you can probably just get on their library page and actually find it and read it for free, you know, type of thing. But Oh, uh, sure. I am signed up to go to so many schools. <laughs> right. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gone yet. Um, oh, yeah. Be careful out there, Doc, if you're listening. Future Doc. Wait, no. Past Doc. I'm confused. <laughs> Russian Russian spy bot. What is what's going on here? I don't. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, put us back on track. We've lost. We'd be able to slip. The other movie I was going to talk about that I remember, not so specifically. Um, guy, cool guy, kidnaps a kid for something like holding them hostage. I guess. Don't remember how it started. He's in a cool car, uh, country setting, running from the police. Um, hmm. Of course, he's a troubled guy, but he grows to like the kid. and Or actually, no, the kid grows to like him. He never really respects the kid. He, like, he watches out for the kid a little bit. Right. Uh, uh, kid grows to like him. <laughs> kid grows to like him. By the end, he's surrounded on a country road by police everywhere. And then the guy says, uh, he's like, you can't give up, just whatever. And then the guy says, life's a bitch, kid. And he shoots himself <laughs> in the head in the movie. Himself. Now that, yeah, now that, that I do know. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah that, with that ending, yes, I know that ending. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can, can picture I can picture the cops all gathered around. Of course, I, I often probably add to these things in my mind. I, I don't know if that's all true. Well, do you know the name of it? Do you think I, you know? I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't. But I did think of That's fine. One. I like it that way. I do have a movie like that, though. All right, let's hear it. So, it's called and Spinal this, Tap. No, yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, it's just a great movie where these Canadians <laughs> improvise. <laughs> No, it, it's, it's actually one that uh, I found out the answer to it. It had been a lifelong mystery for me. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. I just, just like last week, scrolling through, you know, the the stuff there, and I and it was the movie poster for this movie. It's like, oh, hell, that's what the, that was the name of it. So this one, I, I found it on a VHS tape, um, and the movies before and after it were uh, were were. Much worse than this one. Um, okay. But this one is like, you know, four decent-looking people in Hawaii, um, all about the same age. And there's, okay, I don't know if it's okay. a drug lord or something that that's, you know, trying to mess with them. Because all they really want to do is have sex, I guess. But uh, there's a rocket launcher and a black Jeep and a mechanical snake that, I mean, this mechanical snake is, is absolutely hilarious. Oh, hold hilarious. on, Shark. Hold on, Shark. Yeah. You, seen, you saw this at my house. Did I see this at your house? 
<laughs> because I've showed that. Oh, well, maybe not. You've come to movie nights, right? Outdoor mm. movie nights. I've never. Wait, made no, one. you haven't. No, no I've you never haven't. Made one. This is a yeah. movie night classic. This is called Same. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> That's the one. That is exactly it. And I, yes, I came across the title just last week, and it was like, oh. You want to? Oh. You want to know something hilarious? I do. I have. You're gonna. Jesus, this is a, uh, hard to admit. I have a box. I have, you know, I like my physical media, and what you see displayed of my DVDs. Know that those are three deep. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, right. What you see on the surface, there's too much times that behind it. There's too. Um, yeah. But uh, I have a box set called. Well, I can almost see it from here. I believe it's called Machines G G Strings. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna have to get up. Again. Sorry, listen. This one would would definitely qualify in a uh, in a collection called G Strings. I'm back. It's uh, it's a Andy Zirkus. It's a collection of Andy Zirkus films called like G Strings and Machine Guns or something. Girls and Guns and G Strings or something like that. <laughs> and I want to say it's got like 20 movies. <laughs> it's got 20 of this guy's movies, and they are all of that caliber. Shark. Every single one of them are are, are great. Like are, they're hilarious. Like he had a budget. But he didn't worry about getting talent. It was clearly made for like Cinemax or Showtime. Yeah, exactly. Right. Late night movies, but they were made more for like the Saturday night movie because there's not actually there'll be like a sex scene in it, but it's not what you're thinking it's going to be. It's not a softcore porn at all. No, it, no, it's it just didn't. Uh, no, no. It, it it's didn't. more of like a uh, romancing the stone with an extra sex scene thrown in. <laughs> Like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there'll yeah. be some, there'll, there'll be a naked girl in a hot tub, and right, that, right. But it's, it, they're not Cinemax. Everybody's it's not Emmanuel in space, right? No, and his plots are usually insane, like and pretty engaging. <laughs> He's, I, I'm a kind of a secret Andy Circus fan because of what he did with the money he had. It's pretty uh, uh, impressive. That's really funny. I, I'm kind of wanting to play a new game uh, called uh, Eastwood Guesses the Movie, where uh, anybody, you guys, describe some wackadoo old movie, and I try to figure out if I've seen it. I like that. <laughs> that that'd be a good game. It would be, especially with that. I mean, I've seen, you know, Night Eyes to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> private Eyes. <laughs> remember there's a horrible Night series. Eyes to Private Eyes to Private Benjamin. <laughs> and I wished Goldie Hawn, I wished, uh, oh damn it, I blew the joke, I, I blew her name. <laughs> I meant to I, say the adult actress that's married to Gene Simmons, and instead I said Goldie Hawn. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Was it Shannon, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon Tweed. Tweed. That's it. Yeah, she, but yeah, she was in a bunch and of those Shannon movies. Shannon Tweed was in all of them. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> and if you didn't, yeah, if, if, you you, had, if you couldn't cast her, you cast somebody who looked just like her. <laughs> yep. Yep, and an anonymous kind of faceless. Uh, he did some push-ups once a day. Right, uh, lead guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is one thing though. I did appreciate about those movies is they usually had some some scene in there where they showed the dude who had you know who had obviously worked out in between you know takes and stuff, 
but they actually He's showed the guy out. working out. You know, now they yep. got movies where, you know, the lead is is ripped and, you know, the, it'll last a month. And you see the dude eating pizza and hot dogs and never working. It's like that yeah, man don't work that Reacher, way, man. Reacher style. Reacher, yeah. right. Yeah, Never Reacher. does a single push-up or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on. He ain't eating no pie yeah. looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he never got that pie to the last episode. If well, that's that, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe in season two, he, we come back and he looks like Homer Simpson or something, you know? <laughs> What you been up to? Eating pie. That would be hilarious. He's like, well, I've been down in Georgia <laughs> for the last six months, and uh, you could tell those they like to fry everything. <laughs> been eating fried pies. I couldn't find a gym for miles. I don't have a car, so once I settle down in a town, a little town, if they don't have a gym, I'm screwed. And if they don't do that, they need to open open the next season with a Rocky Four esque exercise montage. You yes, know, like yes. outdoors and you know, yep. plowing through the swamp yeah, or something. Yeah, up mountains. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. He's yeah, like, I least... solved the crime. He's like, I solved the crime, but I did it mostly on the internet. So I was just kind of sitting around for six months. <laughs> yeah, a lot of research. I did the research. <laughs> Reacher's gonna come back as a right wing nut job. He has a nut job, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, so I got one more movie I got to bring up, and you might know this one. This is an '80s action movie. It had a decent budget, so a lot of these movies on Channel Eleven, I know that they were made for drive-ins and, and right, uh, straight right. to a video, or maybe even low rent cable, and then Channel Eleven bought them somehow in a syndication deal, and you know played right. them because that's what they had right uh, but this one i remember having a budget it was about an alien who came down to to earth of course where else is going to come and uh in the, in the 80s they're not going <laughs> to be elsewhere anyway he's like a he's like a rocky dude he's like a Dolph lundgren he's like a he's like one of those guys and the only thing he says is i come in peace right and then he shoots like a DVD at people. <laughs> it's like a little laser disc thing. That's what it looks like, but it's supposed to be like a razor wheel or something. He 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 blasts people with this laser or razor thing that like flies out of his arm. That's what the alien fights with, and it just cuts people up. And and uh, and the whole movie, he goes up to people and says, "I come in peace." And then he shoots them. <laughs> he kills them. It kills more them. or less like a slasher movie with an alien and. And then the end of it, of course, it ends with the go in pieces, blankety blank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wasn't that, that, there was some, that tagline was what they used. It it was, they come in peace or I come in peace. That was the tagline that they used to promote some movie. And I don't know if it's the one you're talking about or not, but that's what stuck in my head. It would almost have to be. He's a blonde, like I said, he's a very Dolph Lundgren rip-off kind of guy, kind of blonde guy, what I remember anyway. Yeah. Really bad alien suit. Shooting DVDs out of his wrists. <laughs> Taking people down <laughs> with a DVD. <laughs> so uh, I don't necessarily want uh, anybody to tell me what these are. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, maybe they would uh, recognize them a little bit. Um uh, and plus, I don't want to. I don't want to give anything to our. Hey, real quick, I want to say I was going to talk about the Russian spy bot, but uh, uh, real quick, uh, Tarantese, get this. Tarantese has his own podcast. I think it just came out. No kidding. Uh, couple uh, today, I, or no, <clears throat> yesterday it came out. I believe. 
Um, yes, it's he, it's him, and um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, the guy he used to work with at the uh, video archives store, um, you know, back when he was writing, a young man writing movies, he worked at the video store famously. Right. And it's the guy, it's uh, Robert, Roger, uh, Roger Avery, that's who it is. Um, and it's those two discussing just weird wackadoo movies that would have been available to rent from the store. Uh, it looks like mostly movies you don't you don't know about or 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 a little bit off movies that maybe go under the radar. Um, yeah, they've right. only had one one episode, so and I haven't got to really listen to it because yeah, it literally yeah. came out it just this morning, came, like just two hit. hours ago. <laughs> 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 I saw it pop up in my feed. Um, so yeah, I think I'll probably check that out. Sounds interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I don't like all these celebrities getting into the uh, into the podcasting space where you know conan sells his for 50 million dollars and i you know i don't know mark Barron's still out there on the same independent that's not true he's on something but he didn't get 50 million dollars he got a couple you know of some money to be on stitcher or whatever i don't know it's just yeah the rest of us down here are like the buskers of podcasting yeah i mean you know we've had a radio show for quite some time i think we're professional <laughs> be sure to like and subscribe uh, <laughs> um uh, but yeah it's a little weird anyway i don't want to get onto that though that's uh that's uh, silly i don't need to talk about that um i do believe though I, oh you know what i wanted to talk about that you you've got into um i wanted to talk about old tiki Waititi and all the trouble he's been oh. in and the good things he's done though Oh yes, you, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know about the trouble. I just, I just everything that I have, the, everything I've consumed trouble. that he's put out, I've, I've enjoyed. Whether it's Reservation Dogs, the Marvel stuff, you know, what mm-hmm. we're about, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like his work. Yeah, you've started watching uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, which has been a, a long favorite of mine. I'm not current on it. I haven't caught up with the last season, all, all in all. But yeah, I, uh, uh, I dig the show um, very much. So. Yeah, how how you liking the show? How's it hitting you? Oh, it's great. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's it's it's. I mean, the humor's good. It's um, you know, it's it's dry, that documentary dry style which I kind of like. Yep. Yeah, sure. dry, dry. Um, it, uh, it it it. I don't feel like it's trying to teach me anything at all. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I like being taught stuff that I that I already know and reinforces what I believe. Um, and sometimes I like pure entertainment enjoyment and this, this is the latter and it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I can't yes, stop that's watching it. You know, it's, it's got me hooked in and yeah, I, I think they're doing the characters are, I, I think that's maybe the biggest part of it is the, the ensemble cast they've got is yeah. out of this world. They play so well with each other. Yes, they do. And the, uh, it doesn't, you know, if you know the, the, the tropes that they are turning on their head, right. Um, it might be help. Well, but I don't think so. Like it, it doesn't really matter because they're so uh, funny. <laughs> Just the entire idea of, you know, there's so much to milk there. From what would it, what would these people really be like that were around for hundreds of years and that were in big battles and. <laughs> now they live in New York. It's just uh, such a great with an great energy premise. vampire. <laughs> yes. I love. I think that's when they when they brought Colin on. It was like, oh my god, yeah, that's yeah, okay. I'm gonna yeah. like this. This is funny. He uh, 
what's funny is I've tried to get uh, my wife to watch that show, and she's watched it, but not. She's never like been like, yeah, I love it. But she always loves Colin. Yeah, she she loves. <laughs> she thinks he's great. The rest of the show, she's kind of hearing her there about. Uh, but yeah, she, he is definitely her her way into it. Um, well, I th- I was already a Matt Berry fan going into it, you know. So mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and talk about chewing up the scenery in the good way, you know. I, I'm still. You yeah. know me. I'm I'm still uh, of the opinion that chewing up the scenery can can be used to mean something to good, good or bad, yeah. depending on yeah, how yeah. you use it. And in this context, I'm yeah. I, he just he he jumps off the damn screen at you. You know. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, yeah, Tiki. Uh, I think I said that's how you say his name. Tika. I think it's actually. Um, uh, I do love what we do in the show. Like I said, yeah, I like most of the things he has done. Uh, I think he's he he. He got into some trouble last week. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, yeah, what's up with? I had, I hadn't heard. I would shouldn't say trouble. It's not really trouble. He just uh, Star Wars fans got a little upset with him <laughs> because in a, a Natalie Portman was doing an interview somewhere about Love and Thunder uh, movie, and also I guess Love and Thunder is dividing Marvel fans left, oh, left and right. I see. Uh, um, but anyway, he was she was in this interview, and they were talking about. Tika Waititi, and he's at one point. I guess he asked her uh, when he got the gig. He's doing the next Star Wars movie. There's only going to be one new Star Wars movie that anyone knows of, and he's the director. Which I've already talked about on the show, being kind of like, "Oh, you're just chasing Marvel's coattails at this point." Yeah, right. Um. Uh, anyway, at one point when he got the news he was going to direct a Star Wars movie, Natalie Portman said that he asked her. Have you ever wanted to be in a Star Wars movie? Because I'm going to get to make one. <laughs> oh, no. To which she informed him, I'm in three of them. <laughs> yeah, kind, of, kind of one of the main, main people. <laughs> so, like, the Star Wars uh, fanboys, of course, uh, were not happy with the fact that he has not uh, seen the prequel movies. <laughs> but, hell, I, I would think that would be a, be a plus. <laughs> Well, there's so many, um, you know, there really is these days like 50-50 people that love the prequels and then people that are older that love the original ones. Prequels get a lot of love from people uh, that grew up with them because they think they were good. Well, that's their like, Star Wars movies, yeah. That's, yeah, that's and, their Star Wars movies. And they were movies. kids' movies, you know. Yeah, 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 um, which I, you know, they're not the greatest, but I still enjoy parts of them. And they're, and I, I look at them as a... They're part of George Lucas's overall vision, and he's the creator. And f- f- given their flaws or not, um, they're still more interesting than most of the crap that gets made <laughs> in the movies. That's just a repeat of the same old thing you've seen over and over. I don't. Uh, have by the, the way, hate watch for the. Them. No, I don't either. Um, uh, I was gonna say, if you think the, uh, that, you should watch the uh, Akira Kurosawa, <laughs> Kurosawa movie. Uh, called Fortress. Uh, when you watch it, you'll realize that George Lucas watched it and said, "Hey, no American watched this. I'm going to remake it and call it Star Wars." Uh, right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, but uh, oh, by the way, real fast, if you have, uh, if you've watched everything you need to watch on Netflix, this isn't necessarily to you, Shark. I'm just. This is a public statement. Right. Uh, if you've watched what you've needed to watch on Netflix and uh, whatever other app, Paramount Plus, the offer's over. Why are you going to keep it, really? Do yourself a big favor. Get rid of them for a while. Dump them. And get yourself 
some HBO Max. Get, give it a free trial. I know it's a little more expensive. Get it for just two months. Just say, I'm going to get it for two months. I'm going to spend 30 bucks for two months of HBO Max because they have the deepest library of movies that anyone that I've seen. It oh, just, no it, it, it kind of gets endless. They have... Like, they have sections, like, where you can look through different properties because they have so many different properties in HBO Max now. Right. Um, Now, some of it you're not going to love because it's (laughs) some DC. (laughs) But they have all of Warner Brothers. Everything Warner Brothers has ever done. They have have a section called Saturday Morning Cartoons Mm -hmm. where you can pick your decade... They have every Scooby-Doo that's ever been made, every oh, Looney Tunes nice. cartoon, every Sylvester, every anything you could imagine that Warner Brothers did that you remember, it's there. They nice. also own Turner Classic Movies and Criterion Collection movies. Oh, so hell. for me yeah. alone, that is like, hello. They also love 80s uh, of any sort type movie. They have just like tons and tons of uh, uh of old uh, 80s selections they i really suggest giving it a try and at this point hbo has 20 some years of making great television shows that still hold point. up that you can go burn through them for 30 bucks you can watch probably all of them in a month or two or three um uh, yeah and, god man the movies that are on there i my list is getting insane because every every time I get on there, I just add to my list. I'm like, oh, well, they got that. And then, of course, when you add that movie, you'll be like, holy. Yeah. Shit. They have these all of these movies. Are, right, yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. So then I spend another half an hour going through adding movies. I have like 200 movies in my list I have to watch. Oh, HBO. It's getting out of hand. Well, and that sounds pretty refreshing because, you know, kind of across like uh... – Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, what I've really been noticing is that, you know, when the movie goes off Netflix, well, it just it goes comes on, on Hulu. Amazon. You know, or right. Hulu, yeah, exactly. It really does. It really you know? does. And there's so a little like, bit of that on HBO. You'll see, like, oh, that's, yeah, that's why that got off that state or one or whatever. Uh, but so yeah, go ahead. I don't really mind it too much when, you know, it's like, Hey, the Naked Gun, you know, thirty-three and a third is going off of Netflix, you know, in three days. I don't, I don't panic anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh shoot, um, we have what do we got? We got about ten minutes. I got more to talk about, but I don't want to mess around and miss a uh, stand-up for Shark. We got, I got some complaints. <laughs> I got some complaints that last. Week's episode uh, didn't have stand up for shark on it. Now keep in mind they weren't they didn't com- they never said specifically uh, that you were gone. They just said they missed stand up for shark. <laughs> right? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, we don't care if the guy's there or not. Just have somebody read some comedy. Damn it. <laughs> and I can understand that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm. In fact, I think I agree with them. Yeah, they said. Uh, they, uh, they said Steven Seagal was pretty entertaining, but I, I really missed Stand Up for Shark. Was one of the comments I saw, which I which I thought. Uh, oh, by the way, you weren't here last week, but <laughs> martial arts, martial artist, legendary uh, uh, sex symbol, <laughs> actor, director, musician Steven Seagal was on. Philosopher. 
Cook. Yep, Cook, uh, Philosopher King, uh, Steven Seagal was on the show last week. Uh, a lot of people talking about it. <laughs> He's a pretty big boy these days, isn't he? He's a pretty big fella. Don't bring that up to him, though. He's uh, still... This is a real quote, by the way. So I shouldn't I refer read. to him as one of the gravy seals? <laughs> I think you should, since he's not here. Yes, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, I found this quote. This is not a, a Joe's a, like a, a thing. So uh, when uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Usain Usain Bolt. Is that right? Does that sound right? Yeah, Usain the runner. Bolt. Yeah, he he broke some records in what two thousand four yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, when when Steven Seagal was asked about. Uh, his run and breaking the record. Stephen Gall was quoted as saying, um, let me see if I can do a Stephen Gall impression here. Let me hold on. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> He's a good runner, but until he masters the art of a keto like I have, he could never match my speed. <laughs> That's what he said about a guy that just broke the world record. And nobody was like, hey, Steve, then why don't you show us? Go ahead. Why don't you show us how fast you are because of your mastery of aikido, a, a martial art that you made up, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead and run. Go ahead and run this quarter mile. See what happens. I know you weigh at least two hundred and thirty-five pounds. You know what? That's that is screaming for one of those old time, old timey twenties or thirties races. That's you know like filmed on some dude has to turn the wheel to make. The oh yeah, he's, film he's cranking it. Yeah, and it's yeah. between Steven Seagal, Usain Bolt, and a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, that is, you know, that's the setup that right there. A, that used to be a thing in like trivia, like, well, you know, that a guy outran a horse in 1936 right. in Ireland. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows he's Benny the fastest Hill's man that ever lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, under crank it a little bit so it's a little bit in fast motion. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not fast. Yeah, right. Yeah. By the way, for uh, movie movie nerds, uh, what Jeff's talking about in the old camera, when you would crank it, we still use the term today for if you're going slow to speed up the film, uh, you under crank it. And if you're uh, going fast to film slow motion, you over you over crank it. Um, still used in the old biz today. Anyway, I uh, use those same to... terms, but in a much different context. <laughs> <laughs> you over crank it up most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's get to that stand up for sharks. See if hey I can guess who this is. Are you ready to laugh? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the shark. Yay! Tell me from a banjo. Hey, hey, folks. Good to be back. Good to be back. It's, uh,. Not at all a good time to quit smoking, kids. But, you know, I fucking did it. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I miss them. It's hard to quit smoking. Every one of them looks real good to me right now. Every cigarette looks like it was made by God, rolled by Jesus, and moistened shut with Claudia Schiffer's pussy. Mmm. Oh, no. Golly, that looks tasty. Oh, mm. no. I love being over <laughs> here, though, man. So, like, every time here, something weird happens. Uh, you know, like, this time Bush lost. It's cool. People ask me where I stood politically. You know, it's not that I disagree with Bush's economic policy or his foreign policy, but I believe that he was a child of Satan here to destroy the planet Earth. 
<laughs> it might be just a little bit to the left uh, there, you know. I was uh, I was leaning that way. You know, this is going little quail boy, little Damien. Is that the guy, Damien? Tell me those blank empty eyes aren't going to glow red in the very near future. <laughs> Stop oh, making no. jokes about me. I'll spell potato any fucking way I want. Bush was a pussy. He helped me back. <sighs> Frightening people, man. Bush tried to buy mm-hmm. votes towards the end of the election. He goes around selling weapons to everyone, getting that military-industrial complex vote happening for him. So he sold 160 fighter jets to Korea and then 240 tanks to Kuwait, and then goes around making speeches why he should be commander-in-chief because we still live in a dangerous world. Yeah, thanks to you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Last week, Kuwaitis had nothing but rocks. They're arming the fucking world, man. You know we armed Iraq. I I wondered about that, too. You know, during the Persian Gulf War, those intelligence reports would come out. Iraq, incredible weapons, incredible weapons. How do you know that? Uh, well, we looked at the receipts, Har. Thank you, that's my time. (laughs) (laughs) So, a classic, edgy guy. Some of that was very familiar. And I've, I've gone through a couple different. At first, I thought it was Bill Hicks, but I don't think he was alive. Yep, you got you. Yep, yep. Oh, was it? Is it Bill Hicks? You hit it, baby. Oh, okay. I, it sounded so much like him, but the uh, when you said Gulf War, I was thinking. Uh, did you say Gulf War at some I, point? I, I was did. Thinking... He he passed in '94. This, in fact, that that was oh, from his okay. last performance in London. Okay. Oh, okay. Is yep. that the one where they kill him at the end? Because he, he died yeah. on stage. Most people thought that was a gag. It's not true. He died on stage. Somebody shot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that that performance where he says, you know, somebody's going to kill me, and then it's like, it's crazy. Somebody shoots him. He falls down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had cancer. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. Dude, it's for real. Look up the clip of him. Um, <laughs> that stand-up special. <laughs> If Rob was here, he would Google that. Stuff. Yeah, Robbie had the clip for us. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> clip at eleven with Rob. <laughs> no, it's the very end of his stand-up special. He's like, uh, he's like, and that's it for me or whatever. And then like, there's somebody shoots him and he falls. He falls dead on the ground. That's how the special ends. They left it in how he died. It's wild. <laughs> Bill Hicks in Faces of Death, eighty-four. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm okay. On a real note, I don't know if you remember that, but that is how one of his special specials ended. I, and I, I, yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah. It's, anytime he comes up, I like to pretend. That that's it's like no, that's how it happened, man. That was the end. Like you see the special, all right? That's that was it. Dude died. It, what it was it? Cancer? Is that how? What, I what think it was. It? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> it makes sense, man. When you talk about talk bad about the government that much, at some point you're gonna get fucking little Bob Marley toe cancer or some some shit. They're gonna they're gonna get you. Wasn't that funny of a joke? But I can't, still can't stop laughing about it. Hey, by the way, if you have uh, AMC during Prime Days, I should have told you, Shark. I don't know. During Prime Days, they had you could buy channels for like ninety nine cents a month for a couple months to try oh, them out. Nice. So I tried, uh, I got AMC, not anything on it I really want to see because Shudder, my horror app, has most of the movies it has and shows. Yeah, right. So, uh, but it does have all of Comedy Bang Bang, all the seasons. Oh, very uh, cool. 
one of my favorite shows. Um, one of my still one of my favorite podcasts. I'm gonna go see them. They're gonna be in St. Louis uh, pretty soon. I'm actually gonna go leave the house and go do something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so little uh, check out some Bang Bang on uh, AMC if you got that. Check out if you can still get it for 99 cents. It's definitely worth two bucks for two months, and then cancel that stuff. And uh, yeah, um, I wanted to talk about a few more things, but we are completely out of time. Don't be sending me. Uh, well, there's a couple of you that could send me names. No, don't send me names of those movies. I don't want to know them. Don't be sending me. I don't. Don't be sending. I solved it, Eastwood. It's it's called uh, Coffin Built for You, or it's called Life's uh, Death on the Highway, or. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, hey, uh, thanks for listening on WDBX ninety one one. We'll be back next week. Adios for the podcast. For the podcast, though. Oops, sorry, I cut you off there. No. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? No, I, I totally forgot. I had a... That, that brought up... You're probably going to cuss movie. a bunch, because that's what we usually do when we get off well, That's true. It's, unless... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we start dropping... I don't need to today, though, necessarily. I feel... I feel I'm, I'm not too bad. I feel better than I was yesterday. Right, right, Or the right, day before. Right. Or the day before that. Um, that's, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah. But don't be frightened me. See? <laughs> I remember that movie. That movie's called... A busload of danger. <laughs> it's the mystery. It's not a wonderful life. <laughs> That's right. It was on satellite. Um, I wanted to do a whole thing about uh, TV guides and how, you know, uh, further on about how you could uh, <laughs> not find things. But my dad had a satellite, one of those giant satellites, you know, that was outside. Right. right. And uh, he would get this <clears throat> catalog of a magazine of a TV guide. That would have, I don't know, several months worth. I think like three months of programming in it. And uh, I would go to the back of it and it had this giant index of all the movies that would be playing that next three months. In hopes that I could find, you know, whatever it was I was looking for in there. And I thought, what a wild way. Because you might find it and it would be like, it's going to play at 3 a.m. on Tuesday, January 21st. Uh, on Galaxy 4, Channel 12. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> You'd have to go to so much trouble to see that movie uh, within that three-month span. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the fact that I was like six years old and, or seven or eight and could, could work all that crap. <laughs> it's, it's pretty like, amazing. It's like, we were going to go to Six Flags this weekend. No, you can't. I've been waiting two and a half months to watch this movie. <laughs> Really though, that's kind of the way it was. Like Beastmaster is finally oh, going to be on. Oh, yeah. Like I, I've been hearing about Beastmaster for two years. I gotta see this movie. Um, so yeah, we'll wait for uh, uh, Rob to talk about the boys. It'll be long. Oh, and I was going to ask you. Uh, there's apparently a new Dan Harmon show going to be on ABC, I believe. Really? That's what I hear. I saw a news article. I was going to ask you if you knew anything about it. I don't. Um, I don't. His and partner, they he, just did the Solar Opposites second season, uh, that Justin Roiland. Um, oh, okay. And it, it's mm -hmm. that, that Solar Opposites, it's animated. It's it's absolutely hilarious. It's great. Um, two seasons of it are just wonderful. Cool. Um, but no, I hadn't heard about Harmon having a new new project. I just saw a article. I didn't read it, um, honestly. <laughs> I just saw new uh, Dan Harmon show pinned at ABC. Um, and it looked like it was animated. So, I'd rather him do, yeah. do the community movie, but okay, I'll, whatever he's putting yeah. out there, I'll try. 
<laughs> so, well, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for taking a little bit out of your vacay time to uh, to talk to us and the fans. So we'll see you next time, everybody. So long.